Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. As believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we understand that the promises of God are yea and amen according to the scriptures, but sometimes it appears that our promises are delayed and we get tired of waiting. So today we're going to talk about that. So please enjoy this episode entitled, Tired of Waiting on a Promise. Tired of waiting on our promises. As believers in Christ, we understand that God will keep his promises. But there are times along our journey when the promise seems to be delayed. It seems like it's not going to come true. And then trials and tribulations and things begin to take place in our life that looks nothing like what we heard God promise us. And we get discouraged and wonder if we even heard the Lord correctly. But I want to encourage you today that you're not alone in this feeling. And I'm not alone when we have this feeling. Because this is a feeling that John the Baptist had himself. And today we're going to look at Matthew chapter 11, starting at verse 1. And we're going to see that John found himself in a situation that he didn't think he was going to be in. And he began to question if Jesus was the one. Now to give some background on John, John and Jesus were cousins. And John was a promised child to his parents and then Mary was pregnant with Messiah and she went to John's mother house which is Elizabeth and when they met and when John when Mary walked into the house John leaped in his mother's belly so before he saw the light of day before he breathed the air of earth he testified of who Jesus was and he was a forerunner for the gospel and he was in the woods eating locusts and, and honey and declaring that Christ was going to come and with fire with, with the baptism of fire and he's going to set the captives free. And he did all of that and, and declaring of the Lord and baptizing and making disciples. And he found himself in jail, not for doing wrong, but because he told the man he was not right what he because what he did with his brother's wife. And so now he's facing this trial. And he tells the disciple, listen, I need you to go ask Jesus, is he the one or should we look for another? But Jesus definitely answers this question, giving him hope. And that's the same hope we're going to give you today. Let's take a look at Matthew chapter 11, verse 1. And it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples, he departed thence to teach and preach in their cities. Now, when John had heard in the prison of the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk, and the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Amen. So John was discouraged. 
because the promise did not look like what he thought. And many scholars believe that John was encouraged because we had talked about Jesus setting the captives free and Jesus made that declaration out of the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah makes that declaration. And Jesus makes it again that he was thinking since he's going to set the captives free that he was probably looking for a miraculous release from prison. And so what we see here with John is what happens with us. Many times we misinterpret the word of God or we miss, we have our expectations that we have in God. And when God promises things, we have a belief of how it's going to happen and the way things are going to be and how blessed and how favored I'm going to be within the promises and how much prosperity and easy life I may have in the promises. And the things don't just, just don't come that way. And when that happens, we begin to get discouraged. We begin to wonder what's really going on. We begin to question, did I really hear God? And so that thing, that problem, that position of having a delayed promise now begins to weigh on our hearts, begins to weigh on our mind. It begins to make us get frustrated. Listen, John had all the zeal in the world. John had the zeal. He, he was a forerunner of the gospel. He preached. He taught. He suffered. He sacrificed. He was rebuked. He was scorned all while declaring the name of the Lord. And he found himself in prison. And so now he's saying, God, how do I find myself here? Listen, we've all been like John. If you haven't been like John, there may be a moment in your life where you'll be like John trying to figure out, God, what's happening here? It doesn't look like what I declared. It doesn't look like what I thought you said. It doesn't seem to be going the way. This thing is not easy because I was declaring your word and I may have expected a little easiness. I may expect a little peace in this journey. I may expect the things to kind of go my way and favor me. But I find myself in a, in a situation with no fault of mine. Someone made a decision. Someone said or done something that has affected me this way. I didn't choose it. I didn't do any wrong in this one. But I find myself in an uncomfortable, seemingly unfair situation. Understand, John was beheaded. He ended up losing his life. For declaring the truth. So you know that did not look like up until his beheading what he had heard promise. But Jesus reassured his disciples. He said, you go tell John what you see. Tell John, don't be blinded by his singular focus on what he thought life was going to be. Don't be blinded on about what his expectations were. But tell him what you see. My word is being manifested. What God said and what he promised is happening. And so he had to refocus John because what John had promised was happening. But he couldn't see it and he wasn't looking for it because he was too caught up in a situation. Many times we get caught up in our situations and in trials and tribulations and whatever comes with this life. And we begin to miss the things that God is doing according to the promise. He is working some things out. He's moving mountains. He's making ways. There are a lot of things going on, but because our singular focus, because we can only see what we want to see, and because things that are not going the way we want personally, we can miss what's really going on. We can be short-sighted. Proverbs 13 and 12 says this, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. And so our hearts begin to get sick because, God, I've been waiting on this a long time. 
And Lord, I, I've been praying for this a long time. And I know you heard me. And I know you said that and I heard you right. But this don't even feel right. This looks so far left from what you promised you were going to do with my life or in my family. But you can't get your heart to sick because you got to begin to look around and see what God is doing. God is always up to something. There was always something to celebrate. So we got to refocus ourselves. The first thing we got to do with these things that we believe or promises is to check them with the word of God. Check them with the spirit and, and begin to pray and see if we were not praying things, if these promises are not something that was in our flesh. Something that we drew up in our mind, some longing, some desire, something that that we wanted, but not God. We first got to check it according to God in prayer to make sure this promise we wanted was something to consume upon our own lust to make us happy. We got to make sure that's right first. But when we understand it, when we pray and we get the wisdom, we get the confidence and the confirmation that these are promises of God. We then have to have confidence confidence in God. Because this last verse that he says in verse 6 he said, blessed, Jesus says blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. And that word offended means to be tripped up. To be entrapped. So he said you'll have favor and joy if you don't get trapped up in the way I'm doing things. If you don't get caught up and, and messed up with how my processes are. But you got to confidently believe in who I am. He told y'all don't get caught up in the methods of what's going on. But you got to have confidence that who I am and who I say I am. So like John, we got to have confidence. We'll be blessed and favored and have joy if we don't get tripped up with God's processes. If we don't get tripped up with God's timing. Um, Romans 5 says trials work of patience, patient experience, and experience hope. And so these things are part of the process that sometimes make us get tired of waiting on the promise. James told us to, to let patience have its perfect work, that we'll be complete and tired, lacking or wanting nothing. But the patience got to work. Peter told us the trial of our, um, our faith is more precious than gold. So the trial of our faith, the things that happen, come in the midst of the promise. While we're waiting on the promise and we get tired, but don't get tired. Don't get weary. Don't get don't get frustrated. Understand God will do what he says. For God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he would do it. If he spoke it, he shall make it good. Another scripture said, he that called you is faithful and he will do it. So you got to believe that all things are possible if you just believe. Don't focus on the trial. Don't focus on the hard part. But keep your eyes on the promises of God. Look, we have to make sure in this journey that we don't start walking by sight. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. So when God gave us a promise, we had zeal. We believed God wholeheartedly. We ran. We jumped. We prayed. We praised. We told everybody what God was going to promise. We wrote it in journals. We put it on the walls. We believed that God was going to do it. Put it over our doorpost. Wrote it in our car. Put it on our steering wheel. Put it in our mirror. Everything that God was going to do because we had our zeal. We believed by the Spirit that God had said those things. But soon as things get hard, we begin not walking by faith, but now we walk by sight. And I'm only going 
My eyes are only on what I on the circumstances. My eyes are only affixed on what I can see. And so now we begun in the spirit like the Galatians, but now we're trying to see perfection in the flesh. Brothers and sisters, we gotta keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible said, look into Jesus, the author and finish of our faith. You and I got to look into Jesus, no matter what the circumstance of our life was. And we can't get tired of waiting on a promise because God is going to do what he said. It may be delayed, but it's not denied. And that's not just a cliche. It may be delayed because it's delayed according to what you think it is. See, God's timing is always the same. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He said he was going to do it. The problem is that we outrun God. We begin to see how it's going to happen. God said he's called us to preach. And we start putting down payments of land to build a church instead of going through our processes. You know, so we got to understand that we're outrunning God's timing. But he is, his timing is what it's going to be. His process is what it's going to be. He said he sent his word out and it would not return void. So understand this. You got to stop outrunning God. Stop walking by sight. Walk by faith. Believe what God said. If God said it, he shall do it. If he spoke it, he shall make it good. Paul declared in Philippians, he that begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. It's going to be on him to perform it in his timing. But you just got to wait in faith, trusting God that he'll make everything all right. Look, I want to thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I pray that you encourage today to keep waiting on the promise. Keep believing God because God is able to do exceeding abundantly above and beyond what you can ask or think according to the Holy Ghost power working in you. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear God, we just want to thank you for the old listening, Father God, and the word that come forth, God. We pray that the hearts and minds of the people will be encouraged to continue to believe, to continue to have hope that all things will work together, that everything is going to happen if they just trust and believe in you and wait patiently for your will to be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bless y'all and thank y'all for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations. And welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day. If you or someone you love are having a mental health crisis, please call one 800 273 8255 immediately.